If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hey you, thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm Dan Wooten. Big, big interview today. Do you know it's been four years since Max George left the wanted? Remember, this guy was at one point the biggest hottest superstar heartthrob in the world engaged to Michelle Keegan, member of this chart-topping group. Then he left, joined Glee, worked with Scooter Braun, the big manager behind Justin Bieber, then disappeared from the scene. Today he's back. This is his first major interview and he's going to reveal all, including, actually, is there going to be a wanted reunion? And you know what? I think you might like his answer. We're also going to find out Max's favourite five songs of all time in our regular feature, The Five. Remember, there's been loads of big names like Max here in recent weeks. Sean Mendes, Camila Cabello, Megan Trainor. So if you subscribe right now, you'll always get those interviews first. But now let's go in-depth and personal with Max George. Max George, welcome to the pod. Thank you very much. And welcome back. It has been a long time. I know, Matt. it has been too long. A very, very long time. I was thinking back, actually, gosh, maybe the last big interview we did was actually the first chat you did after The Wanted mm-hmm. had broken up, which is how many years ago now? Uh, four, four years. Oh, was that in, were in New York? Yeah, and we, we went that. to, well, and actually we went to New York just before The right. Wanted split up. So that's when I last spoke to you oh, all right, as a okay. band. Right, okay. And then sort of got... The juice, the lowdown on what we're not. But we'll come to the wanted in a second. Okay. But of course, you are back. You're yeah. making your own music. And I actually really love your new single. Oh, thanks very much. Barcelona. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's been... Um, I've been sort of writing the record for like four years now. Yeah. So it has taken a taken a second to get to this point. So you had a little detour when you were in Glee after yeah. the wanted, mm-hmm. which must have been quite cool because that was a real taste of, I guess, that American Hollywood acting life. Yeah, it was. Um, and it happened really quick because I moved to LA and it was it was the first audition that I had uh, after a couple of days of being there. And I got the part for this one episode and then that turned into the whole season. So it, And it was an amazing experience. I didn't know what to expect at all, but uh, I loved every second of it. But then you decided you wanted to focus back on your music. Yeah, well, I got contacted um, by Jason Derulo and and his camp. They were looking sort of for a a male solo artist, and I hadn't really thought of it before. But when I spoke to them and then they gave me the ideas and 
and, and the vision and stuff. I was like, yeah, do you know what? I really do miss the music. And uh, I didn't really have to think about it long. And then I was in the studio for like a year and a half, sometimes with him, with loads of other writers all over the world. And then in the end, like there was a shift in um, staff and whatnot at Warner and that just didn't end up working out. So... So you basically got caught up in, I guess, what I would describe as record company bureaucracy. And essentially, they never released the songs. No, no, the songs never got released. Which so. must be really frustrating for you, because obviously, once you've left a boy band, time is sort of of the essence. Yeah, yeah, getting on a bit now, yeah. But You're it, 30 now, right? N- not quite. <laughs> Soon. 29. When do you turn 30? September. Okay, not that far off. Yeah. But it's ancient in the world of boy bands, <laughs> Yeah, Max. absolutely. But you've lived... That's yeah, the good I, thing. Uh, yeah. Well, it, yeah, it was frustrating, but I think at the end of the day, you, you have to just stick it out because yeah. these things nowadays do take time and um, decided in the end that the best way to do it was to do it myself, which is what, what I have done. So when you left The Wanted, right, you, mm-hmm. were, you were, well, The Wanted was signed by Scooter Braun, who's obviously yeah. this massive super manager mm-hmm. who looks after Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande and all of those types of people. And he signed you when you left yeah. The Wanted as well. Then for some reason, you guys also ended up not working together. What what went on there? Uh, well, we did work together for, I mean, for the duration of how long we signed mm. to each other, we worked together. Um, and then I think it was at the end of that, which was my fifth year, um, we just sat down and had a chat and, and where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do. And obviously he looks after the people that you just mentioned mm. there. And, and you know, he, he was always all over the place. Mm. And um, we had a really open and honest discussion and ended up deciding that it was best for both of us if we just sort of went separate ways. And But it was all, it was all fine. It was all amicable and nice and, yeah. Showbiz is a tough one, though, isn't it? It's yeah, a tough it business. It is a tough business, but I think... Um, there's, there's some really enjoyable parts to it as well that outweigh the bad. Yeah, no, there are. That is definitely true. But I guess what is difficult for in, in your situation is that, and I've seen this so many times, obviously, because I see, you know, these big bands break up or girl groups or boy bands or whoever it is, and everyone wants you immediately in that initial hysteria and loads of people make you loads of big promises and all of that type of thing. But it can be very, very hard when you're then trying to push out on your own. Yeah, yeah. I think you have to sort of take control yourself sometimes, though. Mm. I think what I've definitely learned in the last 10 years is that um, you you can't just rely on other people. Mm. I think you have to take it by the scruff of the neck and and get on with it sometimes. Because people always make you promises and Mm. stuff, but... And and sometimes those promises are, are true, you know. There's a lot of good people as well. And sometimes um, maybe they try and it just doesn't Exactly, happen. and that's the other thing. It doesn't always work out. It's like anything, though. Yeah. You know, you, you always strive for something. It doesn't always happen. But, but presumably you thought, wow, I've got Scooter Braun behind me. Mm-hmm. He thinks I can become a big solo success. Obviously, you were by far the most familiar and talked about member of the band. So presumably you thought the solo career had some real legs in those early days. Yeah, well, to be to be honest, well, after The Wanted, I didn't really think of doing anything solo at all. Yeah. It was, I wanted to so go over there to do some that, acting. Yeah. And, and that, Which so is that, sensible to take a bit of a break as yeah, well. Yeah, so that was brilliant. I mean, that couldn't have, it was amazing. And then literally as that finished, mm. that's when the whole music thing came up again. And then I started thinking... God, I actually miss it like a lot. So um, 
I really do want to do this again. And then by that point, Scooter had already been looking at more acting stuff. And then it sort of just, the, the contract was coming to the end anyway, and it just made sense for us to just move away from each other, I guess. Shuffle, delete, repeat. So, Max, this is Shuffle, delete, repeat, where I'm going to ask you to choose between some of the Wanted's biggest hits. Right. The options are All Time Low. And if you know, how do you get up from an all time low? Glad you came. The sun goes down, the stars come out, and all that counts. And Chasing the Sun. So you have to choose which of those songs you would shuffle, as in you'll come back to it, which you'd delete, don't like it that much, and which one you'd repeat. Okay, all time low would shuffle. Glad you came, I'd repeat, chasing the sun, I'd delete. Love the certainty yeah, there, no doubt. On Why is that? Just not that keen on chasing the sun, to be honest. <laughs> and the other two, the first one was special because it was like the one that kind yeah. of got us to where... Your first number one. Yeah, exactly. And then Glad You Came was the one that took us all around the world. I mean, you say you've written hundreds of songs mm-hmm. because you'd obviously had this very, very yeah. long period. So you were able to take all of them, set up your own record label, reunite with your old management yes. from The Wanted, and I guess give it a real go pushing this yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was it. It, it was sort of, we knew what, I knew what song I wanted to go with first, mm. but, and then we kind of went round with it to different people and it was sort of, yeah, we like the song, and then, but then we wouldn't hear back for a few weeks, and then weeks turned into months, and then it was like, like you say, you know, I'm 29, and and I, I want to get this. I've been waiting four years really to get this going. So, um, so you've just got to sometimes. So just, just like do it. Yeah, yourself. just like yeah, I'm just gonna put my own label together and which bring you in, called what? It's called Silver Max Entertainment. And for the moment, it's just you. Is that right on the label? It's or just are you me sign the, other people. It's just me on the label. Yeah, I mean, the the aim is that eventually we will sign other people because, um, you know, I'd, I I love I'd love to bring in new sort of younger talent that you know deserve a shot, and it really is difficult nowadays to get mm-hmm. a a deal with a major label. Really like I've, I can see that I've seen that myself over the last four years. So. Yeah, that's the aim. So obviously I know where Max came from, but where, what about the silver? The, sil- the silver's because of my dad's hair. <laughs> that's literally it. Um, my dad was coming up with all sorts of names, but they were all like Max George, this, Max George. And I was like, to be honest, I don't really want it named like after yeah. me. So I was like, okay, how about a compromise? And we silver Max, how about that? And he was... He was, was happy, your dad happy with he that? He was happy enough with that, yeah. And so what's the plan? Obviously this single is now out there on all of the platforms internationally because, I mean, in the last four years, Max, even the way people consume music has changed so yeah, much. But do you have an album prepared or what? what's the plan? Well, I think it's I think it's step by step. I think um, let, we'll do the first song. There's, there's other songs lined up to be the second song. But I think, obviously, the aim is to have an album out probably um, within the next six months or so. But... I just want to, like I say, step by step, get this yeah. one. I need to sort of get used to it myself again, I think. So I don't want to think too far ahead. Well, I was going to say, what's it like re-entering the world of pop? Uh, it was a little bit daunting, to be honest. Like, at, at the start, like, when, when I first sort of thought, right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to put my own label together and actually do it. Yeah. Um, so when, when it was actually real, 
I was like, oh, uh, not done this in a while. Feel a bit rusty here, but um, <laughs> but now, yeah, I'm absolutely, you know, ready to go with it, and I just want, I'm just going to enjoy it. Well, it's a great song. It's a great video. You chose quite a rising star influencer and surfer. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. You? Well, we, we went through a load of video scripts, and the one that we liked the most was about this surfer girl that's um, just this really like sort of. I mean, she is the star of the video. I mean, she really. What's her is. name? She's called Laura. Laura Crane. And she's big on Instagram. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm pretty. I've been pretty terrible on sort of social media and stuff. Anyway, but. Uh, I know you I haven't have been, been on since January. Is that, is that how long yeah, it's been? on Instagram. Right. I checked. Don't say that all loud. My manager's in the room. <laughs> well, you're going to have to start. I know. You're going to have to start now. I know. But I guess, you know, you're looking great. You're actually looking right back to how you looked when you were in The Wanted. You've, oh, God. You've buffed up. You've worked out. So I guess you're ready now. You're ready to do this. Because you go, you go topless in the video as well, Max. Yeah, oh, yeah. I did a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. The water was freezing as well. <laughs> but um, So has there been a big regime behind all of this? Um do you know, do you know not really. Not really. It, it's it's all happened really quickly because we like we decided like gonna do our own label, put my own team together, yeah. shoot a video, um, and just go with it. So it, it wasn't it's not really been that sort of strict or anything. We've just sort of all got together and all done what we're kinda of good at and just having a go at it, but the um, yeah, like the video, the video was just sort of got the idea, got Laura in, let her do a thing, and all I had to do really was sort of walk around in the water a little bit. You know? Well, I really hope the song goes well because it's got a Thank great you. sort of current sound, but very very clear influences from the Wanted as well. That should keep your fan base yeah. very happy. Yeah. Well, I I wrote the song uh, with Steve Mack, who who's done amazing, who, who did a lot yeah. with with us. He did All Time Low, which was our first you know big hit, and he did Glad You Came as well. So and since then he's with him for Ed Sheeran and all he sorts has, of people. Yeah, yeah. He won a Brit Award recently, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I wrote with so many different people, but it was when I got in with Steve that it was like I kind of knew where I wanted to go, which direction. The Five. Max, each week I ask my guests about the five songs that mean the most to them. So it could be a song that reminds you of like a career high or maybe a song that you listened to growing up. Mm -hmm. So we've recently had Gemma Collins talking about her love for Beyonce. Nick Grimshaw took us back to his first gig, which was The Prodigy, and Scarlett Moffat played us some classic ABBA. So Max, let's get your five tracks and why they mean so much to you. So what is your first choice? First choice would be Singing in the Rain. With a happy refrain Just singing Singing in the rain. Because when we were kids, me and my brother, yeah. and it would start hammering down outside, which was pretty often because I'm from Manchester, my mum would take us outside in the garden and we'd all jump around singing Singing in the Rain, which is why I got a tattoo of my mum under an umbrella on my arm. So It does rain a lot in Manchester. Yeah, so Singing in the Rain would be a <laughs> And you're back a with your mum in Manchester now, so that's very I, appropriate. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh, song two? Song two would probably be Georgia on My Mind by Ray Charles. I said Georgia. Oh, Georgia. It's a song that I've just always loved since I was a kid, and it's the sort of one that I always sing to my nan at Christmas, sort of thing. That's very cute. Yeah. Song three? Song three, I'd have to give one for my dad because. Um, 
we've always grew up listening to Elvis, so uh, If I Can Dream by Elvis. If I can dream of a better land Where all my brothers walk hand in hand Tell me we always love that song. That's like song for you and your dad. That's the one. Love yeah, that. Yeah, I'm a brother. Song four? Uh, song four, I'd probably have to say all time low. And if you know, how do you get up from an all time low? I'm in pieces, seems like pieces. Just because. I love that. Choosing one of your own. Of that course, yeah. Self-plugging and all that. No, that's great. No, but it... it I think it's just one of them that I look back and the day that it yeah. went to number one literally was one of the best days of my life. So Well, I, I guess couldn't... you could say your life changes from that moment. Yeah, I think it did. So I, I don't think I could leave that one out. And song five? I'm going to have to say Blue Moon. Blue Moon Now I'm no longer alone Without a dream in my heart It's the anthem for my beloved Manchester City. Of course. There couldn't be any any better reason than that. Yeah. Could Sorry, there's none very current there. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. I obviously have to ask you about the wanted. It's really interesting, yeah. the timing, because just a couple of months ago, um, Billboard magazine, which is obviously the big music industry publication in the States, did yeah. spoke to you all, mm-hmm. but individually, yeah. to tell the story of the wanted. What sparked that? They were doing like a boy band theme mm. or something. So um, when I spoke to Tom, I only spoke to Tom after the interview yeah. came out, but none of us knew that each other were doing it. We all thought it was just that they just picked one of us to <laughs> do an interview. Um, well, that's very clever on their part. Yeah. And then they sort of pieced it together to tell your story. Yeah. And it was really interesting because obviously, you know, I was always there when you guys were right at the, the top of your fame. And you always see a change with boy bands, you know, things start incredibly and you're mm-hmm. great mates, and you're at the top of the world. 
But there's something about being in a band like that, isn't there, Max, which just grinds you down. The work is very hard. Mm-hmm. Your personal life starts getting involved as you get girlfriends and that type of thing. And then the cracks usually start yeah. to show. And there was definitely that change with The Wanted. You know, by the time I was with you that last time in New York, I could sort of tell, you know, this isn't going to last that long because right. you're not, you weren't having the same type of fun together. No, I think, um, yeah, what you just said is absolutely right. It was just cracks do begin to appear. Uh, we did a TV show which didn't, I, I think, sort of highlighted those cracks. Mm. I don't think that TV show helped. I actually think it made things kind of worse. If things were bad, it made them mm. even worse. So, But we had an amazing time in general. We had an amazing time. Totally. Um, the, the stuff that we did, at, like, on, on stage uh, especially, like, I wouldn't change for anything. Like we always loved it. I never, I never didn't enjoy a gig that we did. Um, it was just more the the off off the stage mm. stuff that where, you know, people you grow up and like you say you, you get girlfriends mm. and you want to be other places. You don't just want to be a part of this group. Like when we first got together, we were just these young lads that were mates mm. that just wanted to do everything together. Um, and then I think when that changed. Um, some of us still wanted that and then maybe resented others that didn't want that. But looking back, you can totally understand, um, you know, why why people want to move away from it a little bit. Uh, me personally, I was, I think I probably was too involved with it all. Like, I loved being like, uh, you know, in a house all together, always going out together. And I, I loved that. Um, but, totally get why some of the other lads didn't want to do that anymore well it's interesting reading the article and i can say again from having seen it obviously covered you guys for a long period the whole time you were together really there definitely seemed to be the biggest divide between nathan who was the youngest member with with you guys and he does point out in the article which i thought maybe was a fair point because i hadn't necessarily looked at this myself that he was 16 when he came into the band which meant that he wasn't able to bond with you guys in the same way Mm -hmm. in terms of going out and all of that type of thing but definitely in the end it almost felt like there was a real divide between nathan and the rest of you well i'm not sure about that i mean nathan yeah, he was always the youngest, but like, and he he didn't really go out with us as, and, and stuff like that. Mm. But at home, because we lived together, like, mm. we we spent. I mean, me and Nathan uh, spent a hell of a lot of time together, and you know, he was like a little brother, Nathan. Um, I think towards the end, maybe Nathan had his own vision of what he wanted to do already before, sort of before the the last gig of the tour, maybe, but. Uh, and that was, you know, that was pretty obvious to us. But I didn't think that was a bad thing, as such, like because I think he'd had he'd had enough of what we were doing, and that was quite clear. And uh, he had to have a, it was. I think it was good that he had a vision. Um, so I think I don't think there was a huge divide. It wasn't like we were sort of fighting with Nathan, and he was on his own or anything like that. First, let's kick off with the first school report i can't remember it but it probably wasn't very good first concert you attended m&m at the mean arena first celebrity crush pamela anderson first single you bought it was by the honeys 
Oh, what was it called? Uh, going I'm... to the end. End of the line by not the Funnies. I was going to say, I'm not you... familiar with their, their back catalogue, but what? good choice. Good choice. Uh, <laughs> not a cool choice, though, I have to be honest. It was cool at the time. <laughs> Sort of. I was seven. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, first person you were starstruck by? Michael Jackson. And your first date? Samantha, Samantha Pullen. How old were you? I was four, uh, 13. She was 15. Um, it, only, it was only the one date, and we went to watch Coyote Ugly at the, at the cinema. What a movie. What a movie. Brilliant. But, yeah, it didn't, it didn't end up going that well, though. It didn't last very long. And the other guys, Jay and Tom, Jay and you Tom. remain very, very good friends. Yeah, of yours. I speak to them all the time. Um, I you might, were the lads, I'm, weren't you? Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I might actually, be, I might actually be seeing them later. Um, <laughs> Jay and Jay and Tom. What's it like when you go out? Is it still the same degree of carnage as it was, or have you all calmed down? Um, Tom hasn't changed. Tom's just <laughs> will never change. Ca- absolute carnage. Um, Jay's actually. Not as not as bad as he used to be. He's um he's quite calm now, Jay. And what about Siva? Because obviously he's in Los Angeles, isn't yeah. he? I haven't seen Siva for a long time. What's he doing now? I think he's acting. That's what I'm, I know that I know that he went over there to do acting, and and obviously he's probably doing modelling mm. still. But I, I honestly haven't. Siva was always sort of difficult to sort of get hold of. Anyway, mm. it's just the way that Siva is. He's you know. Um, so it's not that there's been a falling out. Been no, oh no, absolutely not. There's been no fallout. It's just um, Siva's always been a sort of difficult one to get on the phone. Or and what about this idea of of a reunion, which obviously a lot of people do hope and think will happen, yeah. especially your fans actually. And and you raised a lot of hopes as a result of what you said in that Billboard mm-hmm. interview. Yeah, well, it's one of those things like. I think me and Tom have, and Jay have definitely spoken about it before, but it's been more sort of sat around having a pint saying, oh, it'd be great to do it again, wouldn't it? It's not something that we've sort of penned in the diary that we're going to do on this date. It's just one of them things that I think in the back of our minds we'd all like to do at some point, but and there's also, I don't know when that would be. But there's, a, but there's a lot of bands that do get back together to do live performances as yeah. well. yeah. I've not really thought about that. Okay, well, I've got to ask you the question that I've all asked all of the members of One Direction when they've, they've come on the podcast, okay, because it is what people want to know. Would you reform The Wanted without one of the members? Yeah, I think if if everyone wanted to do it and the other one just, just didn't want to do it, I think you'd have to just respect that and say, okay, mate. Then. So does there have to be four, or could you do it with three? Well, I, I'm not sure about being like the new sugar babe, so I don't know about that. Um, three of us. Oh, what? I don't know about that. So I think we three, might have to have four. So the three of you basically... You, you might have to step in or something. To be honest, I think I'd be great. Three. No, I think I'd be great. Okay, I'm up for it. Well, all right, deal. I'd definitely add some six appeal to the band. 100%. And a bit of vocal talent as well. So it's perfect. That's great. There we go. Joking, obviously, Max. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's the wanted. The other big thing, Max, that we've always spoken about in every single one of um, one of our interviews is obviously your topsy-turvy personal life, but it seems like you're very happy and settled at the moment with yeah, a lovely yeah. woman who used to be Miss Oklahoma. She did, yeah. Uh, in Las Vegas, so she's called Carrie Baker, yeah. and as far as I can tell, she's not 
totally in the entertainment industry. Is, is yeah. that right? So how did you meet and how are things going? I actually met her. Uh, she was working part-time in a bar in LA when I met her. And I haven't really looked back since. We've been together nearly four years now. So, yeah, she's she's awesome. She's really supportive of everything I do. Takes care of my two dogs when I'm away. And, yeah, she, she's great. She's, so is this it now? Because four years, that's a long time. It is a long time, yeah. You're not I, engaged? No. No. Um, you learned from last time not yeah, to rush into it. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you learn you learn things, don't you? Yeah. Not to rush in too much. So. Because obviously you were engaged to Michelle Keegan. Yeah, this, yeah. So. And, you know, that was... That was very. That all happened pretty quick. Mm. So um, definitely, sort of take taking our time. And there's no there's no rush no. from either side. We're both pretty relaxed about the whole thing. But do you see your future in America now, as in where you'll where you'll live? Because she has never lived over here. Is that right? No, she hasn't. I I, I think I, I love it in America, and I love being based there. Um, I've got a really good circle of friends there. But I think Manchester will always be home. So you might divide your time. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I've got a house in Manchester and it's rented out at the minute, but I would love to sort of have it as my my house eventually because I, I do miss, I really miss family and, and friends and stuff when I, when I am away. I don't like giving it too long. Three months, if I'm away for three months, that's totally. like absolutely long enough. Last. The last time you cried. Probably the other, about five days ago when I watched Goodwill Hunting. Can't remember what happens in that movie. Oh. I did see it. Yeah, it's Robin Williams. I think he's just amazing in it. And there's a moment where he, he tells Matt Damon that it's not his fault, that he is why he is. And it. And you just. Oof, yeah. Your last hangover. This morning? No, it's not. <laughs> it's really not. No, I went to. I went about two weeks ago. I had a really bad one. I was on Tom's from the. The wanted. I was on his yeah. stag do in Marbella. Oh God, I can and imagine that, that must yeah. have been carnage. Yeah, that was a heavy Knowing one. Tom as I do. Yeah. Uh, the last person you spoke to on the phone? That's probably my manager, Jane, because I got lost getting a... <laughs> the last time you used public transport? That'll be today, because I'll be getting the tube in a bit. Impressed. And the last story you read about yourself? It was probably about four years ago to do with Glee. So it's been a while. I remember um, asking you previously about the whole Michelle and, and Mark Wright thing, and you mm -hmm. told me that you'd actually met yeah. Mark Wright and, mm -hmm. and you'd got on. Yeah. Have you guys have you seen have you seen them since? I actually saw them last last week at the soccer aid. And how was it? It was fine. Yeah, they honestly. Yeah, it was like seven years ago. Like they're like married and yeah, they're absolutely fine. So you're like friends now. I mean, or would that be an exaggeration? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if... Well, yeah, if, if, if a friend's someone that you sort of could say hello to and smile at and say, how are you doing, mate? You all yeah. right? Then, yeah. 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 But, yeah, everything on that is... I know. It was it's just... a long time ago. I know, but you know it was just one of those relationships that it felt like the whole country bought into. So people yeah. care about it, don't they? Of course. Yeah, of course. And, and obviously she's done so well since and... Uh, I think what's nice is that she has done so well and, and she still seems like the, the same same girl, you know, which yeah. is nice. And, and he's he's really sound. So I'm I'm genuinely happy for both of them. And obviously you were at your peak of peak of your fame and you ended up single and there you were linked to lots of famous and mm -hmm. beautiful women like Nina Agdell and, and yeah. Lindsay Lohan. So you definitely 
lived the pop star dream for a period, didn't you? Which I always think, you know, when you're in a boy band, you've sort of got to do that, really, don't you? It doesn't necessarily work being in a very serious relationship when you're in a boy band. The re- the, the two things can be quite um, yeah can be well, quite counterproductive. Yeah, well, the thing is, though, like I I have always kind of. I've been in relationships really, or yeah. like kind of all the way through. There was only like little kind of gaps where I wasn't because I sort of was with Michelle and then I wasn't, and then there wasn't a long time, and then I was with Nina for yeah. nearly two years. Um, and then after I've been with Carrie just after that. So it's, I've been in relationships yeah. really. It wasn't that it was sort of, oh, I've got to go and sort of get with as many girls as I can, but. I certainly. You yeah, but you're an international. I certainly enjoyed role. myself. Of I'm course. Not gonna lie. Like, well, of yeah. course. And I mean, look, you you know, for that time before One Direction, there was a moment when you guys were the biggest boy band in the world, and you were the heartthrob member of that. So that well, it comes, that's, that's down to opinion. But it comes with sort of a lot of craziness, doesn't yeah. it? And I just wonder now, looking back, how you cope with that? Because I mean, to be totally honest, you guys, all of you, actually had women literally throwing themselves at you for a period of time. And that does play with your head a bit, doesn't mm. it? And and your psychology. Obviously, on one one hand, it must be great. But then on the other hand, it does, you know, it's a difficult thing to cope with. Yeah, I, I think... I, or did you just love it? I never really found it that difficult. <laughs> I never, like, sort of went home and thought, oh, God... Like, you know, it, I, I kind of... I think I embraced it, I guess, because I think I took the attitude of, like... If you don't embrace this, then what what yeah. what what can you you know? So yeah, yeah, it was. I had a, yeah, we had. I think we all had a lot of fun. For but you know what? I'm so glad that you've said that because there are so many people, and I don't just mean about women, by the way. I mean your whole time in the band because mm-hmm. I think there is because I've spoken to so many people who, at the peak of their fame, for whatever reason, they're unable to enjoy it, and they look back years later and they have so many regrets yeah, for that. Yeah, they didn't. And what's great is that you did. Yeah, yeah, I did. You loved being in that band. I you made it. the most of it. Yeah. In all of its different forms. And also I think what was clever with you guys is that you did decide to call it quits when you just could tell that there'd been this little turn, you know? Yeah. You didn't you didn't hang on for years and years and years. No. So you went out no. when you were still on quite a high. Yeah, yeah, and we did an arena tour to finish and, and well, a world tour, which was, you yeah. know, it was a really a really nice way to sort of end it. And we, you know, we there was there was a lot of tears. I remember the last mm. gig in Nottingham, there was a lot of tears from, from everyone, mm. you know, so. And um, I always think it could have kept going, you know, but it was One Direction. There was that One yeah. Direction factor. They came mm. on the scene and they did steal your thunder. And for a period, obviously, there was this beef. There was this rivalry. <laughs> yeah. 1D versus The Wanted. Where do you stand on all of that now? Um, it wasn't really a beef, to be honest. But there it, was a bit of there was a bit of t- Twitter uh, abuse going yeah. back and forth, Max. I, I remember it. I know, but to be to, uh, <laughs> honestly, it was it was it was a bit of fun. Have you seen any of them since? Um, yeah, yeah, I've seen a couple of them. I've seen Niall and um, I saw Louis um, in in Vegas. Not Are you all friends now? Though. Yeah, like everything's fine. Honestly, it was. It really wasn't that serious. Um, Maybe a reunited One Direction and a reunited Wanted could even go on tour together one day. 
Now that well, would be cool. Well, yeah, well, yeah, be, that'd be all right for us, wouldn't it? We'd we'd do all right <laughs> out of that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how happy they'd be about that. <laughs> Very true. All right, Max. Well, it's great to have you back. So Barcelona, yeah. the single available download stream yeah. and all of that type of all thing all right of now. the these new platforms nowadays and YouTube, of course, because you know YouTube figures. As of now, I think, or at least yeah. very soon, those video figures now count towards the charts as well. Oh, well, that's brilliant! Isn't so it? lucky you've got that. A... Didn't happen ten years ago. I know. Well, lucky you've got a great video for this one, well, though. Yeah, in the yeah. can, ready to rock. It yeah, was like well, perfect timing. Thanks to Laura, we've got a good video. Turn around. This is the final minute of the podcast where you get to take control. So you have a minute now to ask me as many questions about anything, and I've got to tell you the truth. So your minute. Starts now. Okay, uh, who was your favourite member of the Wanted? It was you. Yeah. It actually was though, but I also I have a real soft spot for Tom as okay. well because he's such a sweet, yeah, sweet guy. All right, what's the worst interview you've ever done? I once interviewed a guy. Did you do you watch The Apprentice? Yeah. Okay, so there was a guy years and years ago called Michael Sophocles, and he was a big, big deal at the time. Anyway, he had to, he gave an interview with me about how he used to be like a, a male gigolo. And it was just, the whole yeah. thing was just so uncomfortable and so awkward. So I know that's really random, because probably most people won't have heard of him. Okay. Um, but I found it really uncomfortable. Who's your favourite artist out there right now? Who's your favourite? So like as in current artist yeah. or of all time? Because all time it's always Alanis Morissette. Right, okay. Unquestionably. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of new people, I'm really into um, Sigrid. She's sort of like one of these up and coming, but I'm also a massive, massive fan. I know she's not totally new, but I'm just waiting for her to still explode. Tovlo, do you know oh, her? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's, she's she, awesome. don't get me wrong, she's been around a lot, but yeah. I just feel like she's she's still waiting so for that. Is moment. she still waiting for that moment here? Then I think so. I mean, look, she's had huge songs, but honestly, she's she's actually you need to write songs with her. She's one of the most talented songwriters. She came out of the Max Martin school, right? And so I just love everything she does. Okay, Jane, sort that one out. That will happen. Okay, she'll be great. I'll get on the phone. I'll hook you up with her. Thanks, mate. Max, thank you so much. Thank you for being it's here. Pleasure, it's great mate. to have you back. It's lovely to be back. Hope you enjoyed that interview. My favourite moment was when Max well and truly left the door open for a wanted reunion. (laughs) Uh, Please subscribe to this podcast because you're going to get loads of other big A-list interviews absolutely free as soon as I make them. Uh, You can hear our back catalogue as well with people like Kylie Minogue and Gary Barlow, Megan Trainer too. And very recently we had Scarlett Moffat on really opening up about her life, including all of this body shaming that she's had. And Jess on Facebook wrote to say, Scarlett Moffat is absolutely beautiful inside and out. Body shaming is disgusting. And seeing most of it coming from other women is so disappointing. Women are supposed to empower each other, not bring each other down. Very good point, Scarlett. Liam Moxham on Twitter said, listening to Dan Wooten's podcast interview with Scarlett Moffat, I have so much more respect for her. Yes, maybe she is a celebrity like us, but she has similar problems to us too. I worry about my 11-year-old brother's future as she does her younger sibling for similar reasons. And of course, we did speak about Scarlett's little secret dancing talent. And Michelle Harriman says, if Scarlett did go on Strictly Come Dancing, she would smash it. That's for sure. Now, please subscribe because we're going to be back with another huge star name very soon. How would 
you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.